This is episode 25 with Cam Demetric. Welcome to the I Love Music podcast. My name is Jen Fedor. I started the I Love Music podcast to inspire people who love music, encourage people who work within the industry, and to hear each person's unique story. Guess what? It's my one-year anniversary of launching the I Love Music podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. I can't believe I've been doing this for one year now. If you haven't yet, please rate and write a review on whatever podcast app you use to listen in. For this episode, I got to interview Cam Demetric from Facial. Their new album, Facade, comes out tomorrow, September 27th on Chain Letter Collective's label. Also, if you are in the LA area, there's an album release show tomorrow night at The Echo. Check out all the latest info about their upcoming tour on fuckfacial.org. All right, let's get into Cam's interview. First, I just want to I want to get this out of the way. Um, you had a podcast at one point. Uh, I did for a year, um, the year of 2015. Okay, what was what was it about? Uh, it was called the Goat Parade. Okay, what, was, what did you what did you? What I just had the, the idea was being a musician in in Los Angeles. I wanted to bring in other musicians. Okay. But not like a whole band, just like pieces, whether like, you know, the bass player or the drummer of Mm -hmm. a band or somebody and just like kind of get that personality. And the idea was to like play new music I was digging and then have them do like a acoustic performance. Cool. Yeah, it was cool for a while. I did like 50 of them. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) In a year. Uh, nice. Some of them are that... still online, I guess. <laughs> cool. That's so great. So your new project, Facial, mm-hmm. um, you guys are releasing an album coming up. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, it's out into September. It's called Facade. It's our second album. Um, we've been working on it for about a year. Cool. So it's really it's really exciting to have it come out. Um, but How did it come together? Well, I'm, we, we've been writing... Since since Facial's been like more of a green light project, I guess for all of us, because all of us were in different things, and then we all kind of decided Facial's where our our focus was. Uh, the first album was almost like, let's see if anybody likes this, <laughs> you yeah. know, and it was overwhelming response. Like, I didn't think half as many people would get it as they did. So I mean, we we just haven't stopped writing since. And we recorded last summer uh, all the songs for Facade, and, and, and we've been mixing it, and um, we're already 25 songs into another album. But you know, Facade's our focus right now. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, we're just we, we have so much fun, like which is great, great for a band. Um, but yeah, this album, the theme kind of uh, with with the title Facade, uh, the idea of it was just like our everyday mask that we wear when you know socializing and. Right. interacting with others and just like how there's this creepy shell of like that you keep over yourself just so people don't know your weaknesses or uh, your vulnerability you know mm-hmm. and sometimes it's something that you got to confront and uh, there's a lot of different themes in the album but we decided that would be the greatest like even the album covers facial facade it's like a mirror of each other so how did how did all you guys meet like What's what's kind of the story of? Um, we're I, we're all Northwest kids. I, I met Sam uh, in college at University of Oregon in okay. Eugene in two thousand five. Okay. And Jay, uh, 
funny enough, I'm from a really small town in Oregon, and a lot of my friends went to Eugene with me, or a lot of friends went to Montana, to the College of Missoula, okay. and my friend Gabe met Jay there, and they ended up moving to LA, and I was like, oh, you can crash on my couch for my friend Gabe, and mm -hmm. that's how I met Jay. I'm like, who's this weird tall guy that you guys brought to LA? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like, me and Sam started facial with the idea. I mean, in the beginning, I was like, let's have a 12-piece mega, mega group called Facial. Yeah. And then it was like, no, let's do a two-piece, like, post-punk, just, like, death from above. Yeah. And then we decided, we're like, you know that freaky tall kid, Jay? That's probably the only one I could see being added into this. And yeah. somehow it just all came together after that. How did you, like, fall into playing music? How, how, um, did, that how did that come around? I mean, I have extended family that played music here and there, but not, not really... Um, I started playing in bands when I was 15 um, in, in Madras. It was, my first band was a three-piece called Mexican Restaurant. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a terrible name. I, <laughs> we, just, we were like, couldn't decide on a name. We're like, the next sign we drive by, that's the name of our band. <laughs> it's a bad way to name a band. Yeah. Um, and then I had a band for a while in late high school and into college called Lemon Scented Dirt. Okay. Um, but those bands, I, mean, I was in Madras, Oregon, Central Oregon, like, I mean, there's no, like, you have to get out of there. If yeah. You want, like, I, so I went to college in Eugene, and I don't know, I just kind of fell out of playing. Mm -hmm. um, and I said, okay, well, if I'm going to not be in a band, then I'm going to go to school yeah. for music. So yeah. I went to Arizona to CRASS, the Conservatory of Recording Arts. Okay. So I was like, I'll, I'll get into recording engineering. Cool. Um, and then that's why I moved to L.A., because you have to do an internship somewhere. And I was like, well, Los Angeles. I had no real love for LA or any reason to go there. Yeah. But I was like, that's where you, most people go. It's the easiest place to get internships. Yeah. And uh, interned there for about six months. Okay. At this place called Chalice for free. Mm -hmm. Eight hours a day, seven days a week, no pay. Oh, man. <laughs> Just brutal, like, welcome to Los living in the valley. Right. Just, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, decided, fuck this, I'm going to move to Portland, um, and, sorry, can you swear on here? Oh, sorry, yeah, totally, you can totally swear, yeah, it's uh, a podcast, I, I, got, I got a job at a recording <laughs> studio up in Portland called Supernatural Sound, and that was wonderful, like, I just did a lot of uh, free work, but, you know, for studio time, like, studio time was my pay, Yeah. and that studio was remarkable, but uh, Portland, I was up there for about nine months, and it rained every day. Like, oh, I'm not even joking. Like, I, I didn't say a day without rain. You go outside and, like, right. grass is just puddled. And it just it just made me go insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd never lived in Portland. I'd lived in Oregon so long. But Portland is a great place to visit in the summer. I love Portland, but <laughs> yeah. I, I can't live there. Yeah. I've so, only been there. Yeah, I've only been there once. Oh, like, um, right now, Portland's gorgeous. Yeah. I, need, I really want to go up and visit. Like yeah. for like a long weekend or something. Yeah, it's a perfect um, amount of time. But it's it's small and it's there's just like, I don't know, there's a little bit of a stigma there. I don't want to talk shit about Portland. Yeah. I love that city. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's pluses and minuses to every yeah, city. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, I, and, and I mean, that's what I that's where I'm getting as I came yeah. back to LA and I mean I, I did realize that this I mean what's not to, there's there's so much love about this city. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been here now for almost a decade. That, that's amazing. I mean, I, uh, I've, I interview, I've interviewed a lot of people from the Pacific Northwest. So mm -hmm. like from Portland and Seattle and 
Yeah, I mean, so, some like, people it's just... up there think I'm crazy. They're like, how could you live in Los Angeles? The traffic. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, the traffic in Portland's horrible. Traffic, <laughs> is, traffic in every city is horrible. And also, I don't really, like, once you find a place where you like in L.A., you typically don't, like, people are like, oh, traffic's horrible. And it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not trying to go to Marina Del Rey today. You know? Right, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, I, I'm not trying to go to Santa Monica yeah. if, like, you live on the, yeah, it's like you live in your little pocket. Right. And, um, and you go and you pick up your parents when they fly into LAX, yes. and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, uh, so I, when I moved back, I wor started working at the record plant. Um, and that, you know, I was like, okay, now, now I got my job in L.A. I'm going to become an engineer. Yeah. And I hated it. <laughs> oh man I just hated like even when I get in the studio I barely I was mostly a runner okay which is a rough job but w once I even got a couple assistant gigs inside the studio I was just like man I really wish I was playing <laughs> you know <laughs> what instruments do you play I mean I I kind of already know but for the for the listeners that... I play I play guitar best um but you play drums too. I like play a drums. Lot of, a lot well, of the songs. Like yeah, I play, I've been playing guitar for forever, but yeah. over, like over the last six years, I, I became like really passionate about drums. And okay. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna figure them out, and they're really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's way harder than playing guitar. So I don't know, like. I'm still really obsessed with it. I'm kind of back into like really loving playing guitar. Again. For me, it's kind of the opposite. Really? I've I've been learning how to play drums. Well, really? I, like I was learning. I, I've like played guitar on and off for many right. years, but I've never fully learned the instrument because I'm like, oh, I can't learn all the, I'm like, oh, the chord progressions. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. But like a couple of years ago, I started playing the drums and I was like, oh, I just have to like, oh, I'm learning all the beats. Right. Like I'm just So like, you'd identify yourself as a drummer over guitar player? Probably not. Yeah, probably. All drummers yeah. can play everything. I've noticed that about drummers. They just can pick up anything and play yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm still I'm still learning because I broke my foot at one point, so that kind of put a damper. Oh yeah, that'll that'll stop, stop you for a little. <laughs> but I, it's it's really yeah. weird for me when people are like, oh, I like refer to me as a drummer. I'm like, whoa, I'm like I feel like like yeah. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. I'm like, well, I'm I'm a hockey player, but I'm playing golf today. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would identify I you as nice. as a drummer. Well, from like the facial set. Yeah, because well, in facial in the beginning, I was like, I'm playing drums in this band. That was like half of it, and then Jay was like, Well, I'm learning to play drums too, and I'm like, Well, I'll try the bass, you know, like just yeah. like, and then yeah. yeah, we just without thinking about it, Sam's like, Well, I want to do some drum songs, and we then when we started like playing out, especially the tour we went on last year, we we're like every that's like our gimmick apparently, like yeah, which we didn't think we're just like everybody's I, I, running to get to the drums first, you know, <laughs> that's all it was. But everybody's like, dude, this band switches. I love the show. that about your guys' live show. I, we didn't even think just, about it, like, and so it's, yeah, it's really cool. it ended up being one of the things that people really gravitate towards. So that's that's rad. <laughs> um, what music influenced you growing up? Uh, I was huge into punk rock growing up. Like, I, I hate to, I hate to admit it because there's a lot of people that, or when we first started playing, people were like, "Man, it reminds me of like Nirvana, Bleach era," and I was like, oh, "I never really, really got that in Nirvana." I mean, I'm really into yeah. Nirvana uh, now, now, and like, yeah. like since people have really been telling me that, I'm like listening to it. I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for." <laughs> yeah. Shit, sorry, been done. No, uh, but I, I honestly like Dude Ranch, Blink 182, when I was like in like uh, sixth or seventh grade, that was, I'm like, well, I want to play music now. Yeah. So I hate that that's the album, but that's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you can't choose that. <laughs> um, and then I got really into, you know, like the 
the Fat Wreck Epitaph uh, punk rock okay. that was happening growing up. Growing up, it was like a huge scene, especially in Portland, with like the high school. You know, right before Screamo hit and everything, mm -hmm. punk rock was kind of had this golden moment with like you know earlier Rancid and Op Ivy. Well, I didn't see Op yeah. Ivy, but yeah, and like. So I was into that and got really into like the more street punk stuff and like leftover crack and the casualties and the fashion punk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, yeah, me and my friends in high school in a small town were like the kids with like the green hair and <laughs> leather jackets and yeah. just like trying so hard to look the part. But, <laughs> um, and then like, like right in, in the high school is when like I started smoking weed and listening to Modest Mouse. <laughs> 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 that point in every boy's life right? in the Northwest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was like the huge, that and Built a Spill like were the huge bands that got me out of, like, you know, in high school I was like, if it doesn't have that punk rock fast beat, I'm not even listening to it, you know? Yeah. But like those bands were weird enough that they like kind of opened my mind to like other stuff. And then I went back and I got really into Pink Floyd and I still consider Pink Floyd the first punk rock band ever. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and from there, you know, a lot of, Indie rock and different, you know, modern stuff to listen cool. to, but those were that was the big stuff, and of course Radiohead. Oh yeah, Radiohead. Yeah. I got to see him at Coachella this Me past too. year. Me oh, too. Did you see? Did you okay. see the one where the sound was cutting out, or the weekend too? Oh, weekend too. Me too. I was, oh, yeah. I was glad I wasn't there because I was oh, watching yeah. the live stream. I'm like, oh, oh people gosh. on hard drugs can't handle this right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. like their dream show. I'm just like weekend two. They better have it figured out. Oh, yeah, my we we saw weekend two, and we drove up to Berkeley to see them at, at the Greek oh. theater. Oh, that's amazing. And oh, my, that's poor, awesome. my poor wife, <laughs> I was like, we're doing it right. We got in line at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. like waited till doors opened at yeah, five. Yeah, it's all like GA. It's all GA Yeah, there. so we were like fifth row from the very front. Like it was too close. Yeah. Like Tom was kind of freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, what's your like, what's your songwriting process like? When um, it, It's different, but it's all uh, written in the room together okay. uh, for the most part like yeah I'll come in maybe with a guitar part like verse and chorus that I wrote and and we'll just jam it for a while and then we'll write a bridge together or some or like Jay cool. will have like a riff he's been working on and we just kind of like start banging it out and then like we're like we should need a change there but it's all very sporadic and like mm -hmm. off the cuff and of the moment and then we always we're like okay that's pretty good let's pop an iPhone on it you know we like voice right. memo it and then we practice every like every other day. So then like the, our day off, we'll listen to it, and then. Are you guys like, like writing the lyrics together, or like this is it... uh, facade? There was a couple instances of like overlapping that we were like had ideas together, but typically, what me and Jay just have naturally write really well together as far cool. as like creative direction. Yeah. So he, if he kind of led the song off, he'll give me the the theme. Okay. And I'll paint my part of the portrait, I guess, lyrically. And if I have a theme, I'll be like, I'll, I'll, I want to express. And then it comes out really organically that way, you know. And then mm -hmm. we'll find areas that we want to, like, kind of, like, sing on each other. And Sam will do, like, really intense background vocals, which is awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> so really I'm excited cool. about Facade. It's, it's in the first album, Mistress, we only had me singing on most of the songs and Jay backups and Jay led a couple parts here and there but this one's mm -hmm. more evenly balanced like me and Jay half and half with Sam doing amazing backup and like you know it's just it, there's even a song where I don't sing it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's so great yeah
have you guys been in other projects before yeah. facial? Yeah, uh, it's we have a complicated history. Okay. <laughs> well, since I, after I when I came back to LA, I was working at Record Plant. Yeah. I met uh, the apartment I was living in, Silver Lake. I met uh, this dude Steve and Taylor, and I who uh, what became Son, or uh, Vonna Prosta. Oh yeah. With mm -hmm. Colin and and yep. my friend uh, Smiley and. Uh, I know Steve. Yeah, yeah, and so we started, that's when I got out of the, like, recording engineer. I'm like, screw this, I'm just going full steam at the band thing, um, which yeah. was a lot of fun for a long time. But, and we did a lot, you know, we, we did, we had a, a record out and an EP, we did a lot of touring, a couple South Bys, a couple CMJs, you know. Yeah. And then. Yeah, um, with Banna, with Banna Process. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. I re can I, I remember uh, I managed a band called uh -huh. The Bang Ups and we went to South by one year mm -hmm. and your guys' posters were everywhere. Oh really? Because you know like how everyone just like puts their posters right. like over other Ours people's. Ours were huge. Yeah, they were huge. <laughs> and I remember with The Bang Ups we were like, oh, there's Banna Process again. We're like, Who's posters. this band with the worst name? <laughs> Oh man, it was just years of like people being like, "You guys need to change yeah. that name." And, yeah, uh, I, I I loved you guys. Like, no, it was. Back, I mean, Bonnie Frost was great. It was yeah. fun. It was like like I was really trying to get you know yeah. like I was I was just playing guitar in that band, and it yeah. was really cool to like go as deep as I could into like just soloing, getting mm -hmm. all crazy. But um, yeah, and then Sam was in a band called Rainbow Jackson. I lived with all those guys okay. in a party house for this the whole time. Bonnie Frost and Rainbow Jackson were going on like. All of us like lived together in like this like <laughs> Echo Park like two bedroom, swampy nasty place. And uh, Jay Jay's been in a variety of things, but he played bass for a long stint in James Supercave. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, and actually Colin, who was in Vonna Prosta, now plays bass for James Supercave. So okay, we're all kind of like oh, a yeah. family of, that's, of bands. That's so great. That's what's really cool about playing music in LA is like, you find other musicians that you fall in love with musically and then become friends and then you guys are collaborating and it's it's cool I mean you can't do that in a lot of smaller cities you know no it's true um what have like uh since you've been in so many projects over the years um what have been some of the challenges that you've like encountered working and playing in the industry um you know there's there's a lot of personal differences that come about yeah um I think aesthetic a lot of times in bands is some that people don't think about and later on down the road it becomes a challenge um, what I really value about facial is like that we all have created our roles like I, I'm mostly in charge of any sort of PR or emails sending out and Sam's the treasurer and Jay is yeah. in charge of aesthetic and like total image and then all of us kind of fit there's not as many arguments as I've had in other bands about this and that, because it's, it's, I love th this three-piece. If yeah. you have more than the three-piece, yeah. you kind of get the too many cooks thing sometimes, right. where like, it's like somebody wants this, like makes this, and they're like, oh, I want this for the band, the other person doesn't like it, maybe doesn't say anything, because it's three against two, and then mm -hmm. it, somebody blows up about it a couple months later. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, you, you're dealing with a lot of egos. Sometimes yeah. it's having, like having a bunch of different uh, not so much in facial because it's a three piece and it's like just like like it's like two of my good friends, but in bigger bands like Von Prosta or Fakers, another band, five piece I was in, it's like yeah. having a bunch of girlfriends that are all mad at you for different reasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's 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 part of the process. Uh, also, that's that's so great that each of your you know roles are defined. So yeah. there's kind of what's what's great about facial is that we've 
we're all musicians that have done the wrong thing. And, and yeah. other, like, just like, yeah. not the wrong, like, not saying they were bad decisions, the bands that were great, but like, you know, we, we didn't know what we were doing yet, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, we're like, well, let's put some songs together and let's get signed. Yeah. <laughs> but this is 2017, and right. it's like, you know, a smart business plan would be like, all right, let's, let's figure out some touring dates and hopefully land a booking agent and get some syncs. Right. You know, get with a sync company. Yeah. Because a label is pretty much useless. By the time you're on a label, you're already self-sufficient, self-sustained at this point. The label doesn't want to touch something that they... Totally. You know. And luckily, we have a really awesome indie label, Chain Letter Collective, that we work with. And they're just the best. They're and awesome. And have made us what we are today because they believe in us. It's amazing. Yeah, I think it's really important to have, like, a good team surrounding a yeah. band that really believes in, like, the music and the message. And, yeah. That's hard, but, too. That's some of the challenges is, like, Sometimes you think you have the right team and you just don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then what, you know? Right. It's like trying to figure out that. Like I've had, there's been some stuff like throughout the years that has been really hard. Um, yeah. Some things not worth going into. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have any like encouraging words to musicians out there um, or people working in the music industry? Because I don't, it, it gets really hard at times, like, I think, for yeah. bands or, you know. I, I think one of my big things that I always try to remember is my progression is my progression. Like, it's yeah. not somebody else's story or, like, you know, there's a lot of, I've come across a lot of jealousy from other musicians. Say, you know, you're playing with this band, you guys are kind of, like, tight, and then they get signed. Right. And, you know, all of a sudden they're opening for so-and-so, and... -so and you're like, what the fuck? Like, like, wh where's our turn? And it's like, well, it's not your story, you know. Yeah. And and you should always be excited for that. That like jealousy is just such an ugly thing in this, and I see it a lot. Um, I guess that would be one thing. It's just like, don't get too obsessed with what everybody else is doing. Like, if you believe in your music and your art, you know, you're gonna see little victories along the way. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. Like, I'm always like, whenever like one of my friends or someone like is doing, mm. I'm always like, I'm always, oh my gosh, like that's so. I'm, I I always get excited for yeah. them, but I know that's not the case. Yeah. But, I mean, for, like, of but, course, yeah. there's a there's a feeling, you know, you're yeah. like, oh man, what the hell? Like, like I should be getting that too, but like, you know, maybe, you know, sometimes you find out maybe it wasn't the right thing for you at all. And, right. You know, I don't know. So. Yeah. Every yeah, everyone's story is different. Yeah. So. I don't know, that's, that's a good thing to remember. Just, yeah. And, like, if you're not, another thing is if you're not totally 100% loving what you're doing, then why are you doing it? Especially playing music, you know, in, a time, mm -hmm. in, in this climate, like, where you're probably not going to make a lot of money, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I just felt like, like, the idea of Facial, now we're, like, pretty much our only band. Jay has, like, some solo stuff, but... Okay. Uh, it's really nice to, because there was a point in, I was in like four bands, like four and a half kind of. Yeah. And I was just like spread way too thin. And a lot of people can do that around here, you know. There's a right. lot of musicians that are able to just, but I was, this was, for facial, it was like, this is my time to go 100% focus in one thing and kind of like bet on myself. Yeah. And so I'm really, I'm really happy with it. I'm really excited for the new album. Um, yeah. It's going to be, going to be. It's good things so, coming. Yeah, so so many good things yeah. coming. Are you guys gonna go tour? Yeah, or? we're we're leaving on tour on the twenty seventh of September. Just okay. going up the coast, uh, Vancouver, Portland, Seattle. 
play in Eugene, Bend, Great. San Fran, San Diego, you know, all the West Coast markets. Yeah. So that should be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'll be great. Last year we we had a dream to we get to do North American with war paint. And that oh, was, cool. That was insane. We were, That's amazing. Yeah, that was the get. You know, we were like, all right, we're spoiled. <laughs> now we're like going on our own book tour. We're like, where's our green room? Where's our tequila? <laughs> no, it'll be, it'll be humbling. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's always good to have that balance of like, okay, like you get, yeah. a, you, you get a support slot. Yeah. And then like, then you're doing your own headlining to like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just growing the audience and yeah. the fan base. and it won't sell merch like we did last time, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, it'll be fun. It'll be a great time. Yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, for thank being, you. Yeah, thank you for being on the show today. Yeah. Like, this was, this was so I much fun. I felt like fun. we only talked about me. I felt like <laughs> I mean, this was kind of... I hope that. I hope yeah, that that's fun. yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I want to hear your story. Okay. Like go, like going, like okay, just before we wrap it up, but like that's like the premise of the podcast because like everyone's story is unique. Right. So it's like okay, cool. Everyone's like personal. So like going back to like not getting jealous or whatever. It's like I don't know. Everyone has a unique story to tell. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that just come full circle. Yes. Awesome. All right. Thanks so Thanks. much for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks again to Cam for being on the show and to the Bang Ups for the theme music. I'm going to take about one month off from doing the podcast to brainstorm some new ideas that I have brewing. Stay tuned, friends. I'm excited to do more interviews this coming year. This has been the I Love Music podcast with Jen Fedor.